I let Dr. Dre fill on my butt for a chance to be famous. Uh-huh. Wanna copy me and do exactly like I did? Yeah. Try Sid, get your butt pumped out like I did. No. My brain's dead weight. I'm trying to get my head straight, but I can't figure out which backstreet boy I want to impregnate. Uh-huh. And Dr. Dre said, Slim Shady, you a cutie. Uh-huh. I'll give you a deal. Let me up in that. Yeah. ICP, swollen members. That underground connect. Swiftly moving in the darker night over this Mikey Clark. Bring it. A lot of severely depressed kids uh, really enjoy music a lot. So I think this uh, draws a lot. Brings him out of his shell socially. It's been really good for him. He always looks forward to, to music. Well, I have panic disorder, rage, severe depression. On top of all that, I'm stressing. Uh-huh. Took a blind date to my therapy session and then tried to kill her. Her first impression was I'm groovy. I gotta be. I need a lumbotomy. Yes. But when I press play, trouble leaves up out of me. Fuck the real world in my fat ass stuck in. Cause in my music, hotties are fucking Woo. expression. Getting out all I wrote. Depression, ripping out all your throat. And if my hearing was Ever to go, mass murder would be inevitable. I'm a slick romantic, quick-witted and funny. Take away my tunage and shit gets bloody. Pull out the plug and kill the track. Instant panic attack, gigantic high. Only through the magical world of melody. And squeeze and stab it They try terrorist out with rock and roll They don't give me any and I'm out of control All I need is freedom, unlock my soul Ignite my powers, shock explode a lot, brings him out of his shell socially. My name's Mad Child, I got mental problems, walk around town a demented goblin, I'm the little monster, I'm going batshit, axes and hatchets, packets of matches, homicidal maniac, I am diabolical, angry and maniacal, I'm a human fireball, stand vertical, mad to mass murder, recycle, laugh hurting you, mad to mass burglar, illusionary confusing my very essence, execution from electrocution every sentence, very various versions inside the graveyard of perfection, no comparing our performance to the patterns of regret. When I hit it, I'ma get it till the music flood the market I'm a tsunami, swollen army, general frontliner, flatliner, black binder, rhyme book, fact finder I strive Only through the magical world of melody I'd rather die
and sounds of my reality I strive Only through the magical world of melody I'd rather die Than face the sounds of my reality I strive Only through the magical world of melody I'd rather die Than face the sounds of my reality Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Maniacal Music Musings, where we challenge each other to listen to an album and pick our top five off of it. That's right. We even give the reviews for both of our of our choices. I'm Jeremy Bryant. I'm Chancy Greif. And we are the Maniacal Music Musers, and welcome to our first live stream show and our third overall show. We're still a new idea out here in podcast world not affiliated with podcast world group but we are excited to be live streaming today for this which is a very special special album matchup as well who went first last time i can't remember was it we, we talked about guar first last time right uh i, I thought you were talking about like the first album no no like no, the no. first episode uh no, I had you go first last time because I wasn't a huge fan of your choice and I was like gonna rip it to pieces, but yeah, yeah. the more you talked about it, you were like the more I was like, Oh yeah, that wasn't that bad. So it kind of turned it it softened my cold, cold yeah, the heart. More you talked about it, you were like the more I was like, Oh yeah, that wasn't that bad. So it kind of turned it softened my cold All right, cold trying heart. Trying to talk about it, you were like I got you. It's all good, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. There we go. There we go. I just wanted to mute it so I could. I just want to. Yeah, I wanted to mute it so I could watch the chat still, but not be actually watching the show. So. Right. Which that didn't work. <laughs> all right there we go there we go all right so chad's working this time and that way if unlike my last unlike my paranormal show on tuesday i don't miss i don't miss any comments people send in because i missed we are now oh my god it's now it, it it's like it's almost like you keep telling you to go fuck yourself every time it starts back over <laughs> basically you know <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know how I'm supposed to watch chat. <laughs> Actually, screw that. I'm just going to do it on the computer. That way I can do both. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so last week I went first. So this week we're going to go with your album first because that way we like to keep it fair. And I think when we start having guests on next week, we're going to do what their album first or last. Well, yeah, I mean, it's I, polite. Yeah, it is, and I guess I got a good one for the next show for our good f friend and fellow bastard Harvey Laguerre, the what do we call him, Lord Graybush? That Lord Graybush, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that's one thing that we call him. Uh, but we will. 
there was a but that he 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 called himself some kind of a some some element of bastard and uh the illuminati bastard or whatever yeah the the illumin yeah something like that but yeah anyway so let's go on here and let's just keep so we're gonna do your album first why don't you tell the folks at home what album you picked I actually picked the 1989 soundtrack to the movie Batman. Oh, I got a live one here. which was written entirely by Prince. Prince performed and wrote all of the songs of the, I think it's like maybe like nine, nine, nine tracks or something like that. So it's not very long, but uh, I was a huge fan of that movie when I was a kid. I loved, you know, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson playing the Joker and Michael Keaton being Batman and, and you know the 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 scene in the art gallery when uh, the Joker first meets Vicky Vale, and then the parade when he's giving them all the money and he's gassing them and stuff. Like in the background, that's Prince playing. And I always was like, I would always pay more attention rather than watching the actual stuff going on to the TV. That I was listening to the song like. Uh, the song during the 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 parade is it's trust. So you know all you hear is trust. Who do you trust? It's like oh my god, this is good stuff. And Jack Nicholson's just dancing and having a good old time, just killing everybody and getting you know throwing fake money out. And uh, I once I found that it was an actual album, I immediately had it on my YouTube. Uh, music list just as a whole like save must save and that's pretty much the uh that's pretty much the uh reason why i picked that album all right you want to hear my review first or you want me to give you my or do you want to do your top five first um actually well i i could do my top five because it's really easy and then oh. you could just do your review. I mean, I don't care. You, however you want to do it. If you want no, to do like we have been or... Uh, well, it's good to change up every once in a while, but let's hear what your top five is. Uh, trust, obviously, number one. The one from the parade scene. Uh, Party Man, I believe... No, no, Vicky Waiting is the one uh, where they are at the, uh, the uh, restaurant art gallery restaurant uh the electric chair the bat dance and uh party man those were my top fives because they're just they're just so either the you know like trust and vicky waiting um are super awesome to me because they're like out like directly in the movie and you can clearly you know hear them in the background but uh the other ones were more discreet and when i listened to them like it was more of a oh 
oh, I could, I remember. Okay, yeah, that's cool. And it's it's Prince. I, I mean, it's, I picked, the, it's lucky we had five because if anything, I was going to do the whole nine. <laughs> I mean, the whole nine yards there? The whole nine yards. Maybe even call Prince up and be like, can you give me a couple more, please? Just, 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 just one, just one more. You're going to need a Ouija board for that, I think, but. Hey, you know, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now, yes, uh, your, your review. I mean, I haven't seen Batman 1989 in probably 25 years. I mean, it's just the way it goes. I saw it when I was a kid and I just haven't seen it since because it's, 90s batman and i only watched batman forever again because of a, a bracket on bracket bastards is that bracket yeah that's the only reason i ever watched batman forever even and i haven't seen i haven't seen batman and robin and i haven't seen batman 1989 in a long time or batman for and I, I did watch it forever what's the penguin one batman returns the second yeah uh, yeah tim it's burton the second tim burton and michael keaton batman yeah honestly I, i'm not even a fan of batman or really much of DC for in general. And I still liked Michael Keaton's Batman because of, uh, because of, uh, the bat nipples, the bat nippies. Yeah. It was cold enough. It gets cold in the bat cave. What do you expect? There ain't nothing going <laughs> to, I mean, that man's nipples could cut glass, sir. They get just like exercise and callousing. <laughs> he could, he, he, that's like, I don't know. He just probably flips it open when he needs to cut through a window, and he just just rubs it on there, <laughs> cuts it, cuts the window open. <laughs> no, but no, like uh, um, the directors, you know, uh, Tim Burton's one of my favorite directors, easily, hands down. And then, uh, you know, oh. Uh, Danny DeVito did such a perfect job as the as the as the penguin so dark like it's supposed to be like I don't know I I mean yeah I do agree I love I love Danny DeVito as the penguin I I've seen that movie multiple times when I was younger and Danny DeVito as the penguin is just an incredible thing to watch but I just haven't I haven't seen Jack Nicholson as the Joker except in like clips since I was a kid. Right. I mean, I really should go back and watch it just as a huge comic book fan nowadays. I really need to, and especially if I'm going to be on the top 100 superhero movies uh, episode of Masturbators. So, which I, that should be coming. I'm going to be on that in July, and apparently they're going to turn it into a three part uh, YouTube release. Nice. So, yeah, uh, we're trying to set up a date currently for that, but there's a couple movies in that bracket i need to watch before i go on that so i guess we have a good opinion about them but i'll get to that since there's not much to watch for bracket bastards anytime soon so yeah but this album i feel would be a lot better if i remember the movie i did yeah i can see that i mean driving around in your car it's kind of weird listening to this music because it's not like <laughs> yeah. it's it's not like driving music it's not like you put on Motley Crue or something like that in the background. You're like rocking out while you drive. You're just driving like if someone hears this on my window, they're going to be like, what the fuck is he? No way, to? dude. If somebody heard you rock, dude, if somebody heard you driving down the like road with both windows down, listening to trust, just trust alone. That right there would be if anybody didn't go get along with you, they don't have a heartbeat. There's a soulless, 
human being that li- that literally hates every element of their life and just I can't even I I can't even think I they are those in which we do not speak I can't I can't even fathom these individuals existing I mean I am not the biggest Prince fan in the world I just I like him I always liked his music but I just I never really had anybody I knew in my family or anything that was like a huge Prince fan that was like oh son you have to listen to this music you have to like my dad wasn't the biggest Prince fan my dad never really talked about Prince and my mom never really did either I mean if she heard if she heard like Purple Rain or When Doves Cry, like she would be like, Oh, it's Prince, brother, and that like it wasn't like an everyday thing. So I mean, I appreciate Prince. I appreciated him a lot more after I saw the Blackish episode about him. Because they did a lot of his songs on that episode and like it was like right after he passed and it made me and I still believe Prince is an alien, just like um Michael Jackson and Elvis. What? Hold on. I, it's not. I'm sorry. I was, I was trying to. Prince is an alien. I said it here. There. I said it here. I'll say it again. He's a fucking alien, just like Michael Jackson, just like Elvis. Like, like. I mean, like, I'm not. It's not that I don't believe what you're saying because, like, I mean, to, to have groove like that, you have to be out of this world. To be on like that entirely, either you have to have some type of. Uh, Soldier soul to the devil, <laughs> or well, or I mean, there's that, yeah, there's totally that element. You have to either have like some natural gift, uh, like Freddie Mercury did, oh god, or it. like you know, just something of that nature. Because I mean, I mean, it's like I can't, like, there's so many, like, you know, Joe, uh, Ronnie James Dio, uh, Bruce Dickinson, I, I mean, I mean. I agree with all those musicians, even, you know, like, uh, uh, C. Vi, uh, Randy Rhodes. I mean, Dance the Young. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Lost. I, I mean, there's, there's just so many of them out there that are like Eddie Van Halen. I didn't, I just totally forgot like one of my old prodigy favorites. Like, you know, oh, hey, by the way, greatest thing since sliced freaking bread. Right up in your ears. I got. I actually. I when I was looking over here, I was looking over at the box that I have the uh, uh, first edition pressing that I got. I bought it at a, a swap meet. Like when when uh, when we had all that free money from the government for the the Corona thing, when people were still like you know able to go out a little bit, or when they first started doing the business. Yeah, I I went went to this thing and bought just boxes and boxes and boxes of albums, and it's it's insanity. Like I have hundreds of albums, and a lot of them ended up being first press, like first pressings, like first releases, which that's cool. Yes, yes, very yes. But so my top five for. Princess Batman album are as follows, and I have no honorable mentions. I will say that right up front. There's no honorable yeah, mentions. Because no. these five I picked are just well, you kind of did because you said that all nine would have been your picks if you had nine. So right. Well, but, I guess, yeah, that's valid. Touche, sir. Touche. So my first pick, of course, is 
the bat dance because that's the one song i <laughs> that's the one song i've heard off this album before i heard this album <laughs> and like it literally just made me think of like freaking uh Batman 66, like the way Adam West used to do like the disco dancing and everything on it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the hip, the hippie dancing. But and I mean that's a damn good song too. Yeah. And then my second song, I think, is one of the only ones I picked that you didn't pick. And it, that is scandalous. Yeah, I, I I did not pick that one, but I know which one you're talking about. Scandalous was a damn good song on that album, and it was, it was one of the ones I was like kind of like bobbing my head to a little as I was driving. But yeah, the rest of them, however, you did pick, and I don't know if you picked them in the exact. You didn't pick them in the exact same order, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> number three was definitely Electric Chair because that's. I'm assuming that's a scene where Joker's hooked up to an electric chair. Um, I really gotta watch this movie. I gotta, I gotta go and go back. I, I gotta, as far as the movie parts of it, yeah, I don't remember as far as that goes, other than the ones that stuck out to me the most. Uh, I, I mean, I, be, I believe you're correct, but I don't want to be quoted on it. All right, well, I'll put it this way: number four was Vicky waiting because that was a good song, wasn't it? Though, and it's funny because. Vicky Vale was a huge character in the Batman Unburied podcast uh, scripted series I just finished listening to today. That's which, funny. And it's a damn good podcast series. Anybody who likes scripted comic book stuff should definitely listen to it. And they had Ralph Garman on there and says some as some voice as a voice for somebody. I'm not sure who, but I, I was surprised by that because I love Ralph Garman because he works for Kevin Smith. But and of course, the fifth one had to be Party Man. And you know, actually, now that you just said this, I think I just had an epiphany, my bro. Dude. Dude. Party Man, in, instead of Vicky Waiting, I think Party Man is the song that they were listening to on the, on the boombox when they came in to... Uh, mess up that art gallery and then ultimately have the Joker meet Vicky Vale. Okay. I, I, that makes sense, I guess. Because, you know, if I'm not mistaken, it goes like pot of main, pot of main. And there was like, it matched up to when they would slap the the uh, paintings and stuff with their painted up hands and all that stuff. For some reason, it just kind of clicked and hit me all at the same time. And then I'm so glad that that was the last choice because I was about to be all interrupted and be like, party, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, those are my top five. The rest of the songs were just okay, but. I'm not gonna lie, I, I kind of was looking forward to when a lot of them were over because <laughs> it was just too repetitive. Like it was too repetitive. I mean, it was an eighties soundtrack. I know, I know, but but I mean I can't complain about having to listen to a soundtrack though, because especially well, Prince. I mean, I can't just complain in general about having to listen to a soundtrack because we'll wait and see what I say at the end of this episode and you'll see why. Sorry, Harvey. Aw. <laughs> 
Well, are you going to make me listen to the Men in Black uh, soundtrack? As good an idea as that would fucking be, no. Okay. Because I was going to be like, fucking, are you serious, dude? Because now I have to listen. I mean, to I, I, I didn't pick any CD that had anything to do with a certain actor, but if you want to, that's totally your choice. Oh, no. I was thinking more along the lines of you trying to torture Harvey or something. Well, I, I'm saying that I'm saying you can do that for your choice if you want. But nah. I, I didn't do that. And I, because I didn't want Harvey to be like, oh, fuck you guys. I ain't listening. I ain't doing the show. <laughs> nah. Not that I, I don't think he would do that. I think he would relish the chance to just hate on a certain oh, actor. To, oh, to, oh, just to hate on a certain actor, yeah. <laughs> or punish us for in in kind. And I mean, he he's a very clever man. I assume he would just give him, given him, you know, given the fact now that uh, I I mean, has he told you his pick or no? Oh, I wait, no, we I forgot. We're not we're not telling them what their pick is until they show up, and then they make the announcement at the top of the hour. Well, no, they can't do that. What do you mean? Because if they did that, then we wouldn't have time to listen to the album and actually pick a top five and and. and no, no, no. The I meant for the for the for the peoples. Oh, the, the peoples, yeah. I mean, and Harvey actually hasn't he hasn't told me his album yet. I told him to tell me tomorrow when the when the episode releases. Oh, okay. But okay. he, he could tell me. I'm gonna send him ours tomorrow, and he can send me his tomorrow, and I'll forward it to you, and we'll 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 get it all. Or unless he wants to put it in group chat, whatever. But we'll get it all. Sure, we'll get it all straightened out tomorrow, so we have a good uh, four or five days to listen to it before we go live next Tuesday. Yes, folks. We now we now stream live on Para Post, and I keep missing that name up so bad. And I just I got it right that time. But I always had to like pause what, for a second. Para Post. Para Post. That's the network we're streaming live on right now. They yes, are. I can I can actually say that one. I'm good on that one. Yeah, so they they were kind enough to grant me access to their network for my paranormal show and all my other shows I do. So it's a good platform and I like using it. But what so we'll discuss what we're giving Harvey next time, that's for sure. But so overall the Prince album I would say was okay, but nothing stupender, like nothing that it's not like war. It got farther. It got farther than I thought it would. If it's, I, if I, if I will say so myself, like I, I didn't expect you to like it really at all. But the fact that uh, you came out of it with a few things that you enjoyed, that that went farther than I expected it. I mean, put it this way: it's not driving around music. But if I was just sitting at home smoking weed, or if I was at a party and that was playing in the background, I definitely wouldn't turn it off right away. Right. I mean, I could definitely get stoned and dance to some bad dance, but <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. But so, listeners, my album this week that I made Chancey listen to, which I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think it was really making him listen, to any, <laughs> making him listen to anything that he wouldn't listen to regardless, but because he is into some of the artists on it. But I gave him Psychopathic Records, Psychopathic from Our Space, nineteen ninety nine, I believe, album. Repping to this bitch with a redneck, a redneck. They're fucking redneck. Repping to this bitch with a redneck, a down south bitch with a red ass neck. Bitch, you 
got a red neck, but you look kind of straight, so I'm about to stick. Heard you like fucking in pink pants. You never see boys, so you fuck your girlfriends, bitch. I know you's a hoe, so let me fuck you with my big toe. Cause I don't care what them dicks can do. Shit, I can fuck like a chicken hawk too, bitch. We can take a walk, but I hate the way your fucking hillbillies talk. So keep your filthy ass mouth shut. And don't say shit, nasty slut. Which, this is the first album that Psychopathic Records did that was a combination of all their artists because at this point, they signed Twisted a couple years before this and they got them as the first act on their label. And then they signed Misery, which Misery is a very... (laughs) Basically, that didn't last long and he ended up getting dissed on the first Dark Lotus CD that he was supposed to be on. So, and then he actually came back and did stuff with Psychopathic the last few years. Like, after 20 years, the beef finally subsided a little bit. So, but Misery is actually a good artist, too. I I have his CDs on my library on iTunes as well, and I do like his uh, first CD, especially. Parala Isla is, or Parala Isla, however you say it, is an amazing song. I mean, he's repping that Puerto Rican pride, but... And this album also had another artist on it named Mr. Bones, which I thought originally, I'm like, is that Bones from X Murder Boys? I'm like, no, it can't be. They didn't get signed to ICP's label until like five, six years later. So it's got to be, I don't know. I, I, I Googled him and I couldn't really find anything. Like that was the only thing he's ever been on on Spotify. So I don't know if it's just another artist they were going to sign using an alias, but I thought it was Esham at one point too when I was like when I first started listening to the album like years ago. I thought it was Esham, but I guess it wasn't. I don't know. It's it's confusing. But that's my review of the CD, and I'll give you my top five first, I guess, for Psychopathic from Outer Space, which and it's a skit album, by the way, for the most part, listeners. It's basically about aliens trying to decide whether Earth is a place they should destroy or Earth is a place they should try to make contact with and it's pretty funny to listen to them decide and whatnot but my first song of course for number one was me cleaver which is the last track and it's all the artists together in one and the first group song icp ever did with the record label they've done many cents many many but it was an amazing song and i like all the individual oh my god I totally just lost that word. <laughs> but I like all the individual raps they have in between the course. What's the word I'm thinking uh, of, Fancy? Take me on my misery. I honestly don't know what they verse. would call The verse. They're verse. They're oh. All the, yeah. All, all the, ver- the, the verses from each individual rapper in that song are amazing. And I do love the chorus as well because it's just... You had me... You lost me when you said that thing. The thing between the song... I said between the course. Oh, shit. My bad. It's all good. It's all good. I, I was kind of freaking out in my head trying to think what the hell that word is. But it's like, what's, what do you mean the shit between the song? Like, everything's between the song, man. Like, when, it, two, when two stoners talk. But yeah. But when, yeah, I mean, that's when all. Doves cry. Oh, well, with a meat cleaver. If you have a meat cleaver, some doves are definitely going to be crying, I'm thinking. But. I don't know. I don't I don't eat dove, so I couldn't tell you. But the second song that's my number two is The Dirt Ball, which 
the dirt ball is the first track on the cd and i fucking love that song because i truly believe if aliens did come to earth that's how they would react and that's how humans would react like Probably. they'd be complaining about the drugs the crime they'd be complaining about the weird pdas and sexualness of humans and all that and humans and the government would just be saying this is our world get the fuck out like this is our world and that's why and that's why i truly believe aliens haven't made contact yet is because they see what we're like and they're like yeah screw these people like we're just gonna yeah they're like, not, yeah nah. we'll just we'll just hover up here and watch you and play with your butt a little once in a while and maybe kill a couple cows but that's what we'll do we'll just do that but and i love that the dirt ball i love that each of the each of the different artists has their own like uh code names that right. they have for the, as aliens like data and data like that's that, that's that's twisted and they, i love how he names them like the same name basically because they did look very similar back then now they definitely have different yeah, appearances kinda, yeah but in the beginning they look like twins a little bit which they, I mean, they call themselves twins before at some point. I forget how they said the it exactly. Twisted twins, yeah. No, they never called themselves that, but it was like. No, no. I mean, I'm I mean, they, they do call them the Demented Duo, but. Yeah, that they, was what I was thinking. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the, the Demented I never duo. got into Twist. I was more into ICP than I was Twisted myself, personally. Oh, I was at first, too, but we'll see. Like, I'll be bringing them into this at some point, multiple times, I'm sure. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of. I got Harvey down. I think I got. Freddy. You haven't just so far. You haven't had a single one from my five yet, man. Well, this one I think is definitely gonna be in your five, because number three is Slim Anus. Because I love that they. For those who don't know this, ICP and Eminem had a beef way back in the mid '90s because Eminem put up flyers for a local show he was doing that he got at some hall or something. And ICP, he put on the bottom of the flyer, ICP, Isham may show up. Because ICP and Isham were both very popular in Detroit at this time, and they right. were making it. So he put it at the bottom of the poster, hoping, like, he he never talked to ICP or Isham about this at all before he put it on there. And when ICP found out about this, because some of the friends were like, yo, he put that you might show up to his show on this. They were like, who does he think he is just assuming we're going to show up to a show because he put it on a flyer? Like, he, he's like, this this kid is way out of his league thinking that we're going to just show up to a show. Unless, like, ICP even said, like, years later, like, you could have asked us first and we might have showed up. But right. if you're just going to assume we're going to do something because you think you're better than us, then no. And Esham never showed up either. I know that for a fact. Esham never showed up to, I don't think, but he never really responded to it. He has done some Eminem diss tracks and Eminem is just both of them as well in his songs, but not as cleverly as ICP did it. Because yeah. th- this is the first of there's this is the first of three Eminem diss tracks they did over the years. And but oh, this, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that they did three all together. Yeah, we'll get to the other two CDs eventually, I'm sure. But this one, this one, probably. I, I'm sure. I'm sure I've heard them. I had to have. Slim Slimanius was the first one. Which is just a rip off of Slim Shady, but they changed the lyrics yeah. and made him very hilarious and very funny. Though I'm sure not to Slim to Eminem or Dr. Dre, but and they made and then they made a second one called Eminem Ain't Nothing But a Bitch. And I 
and then they made a third one called um, "Please Don't Hate Me," where the whole songs we'll get to it, we'll get to the CD eventually. I guarantee it. But eventually, it's basically about them like like the whole course of the song is "Please Don't Hate Me." I've been fucking your baby mama lately. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. And then at the end of the song, he's like, Bob J's like, I'm out. All right, I'm out. Peace, Eminem. And like, so he's talking about Kim the whole song, basically. Yeah. And it was hilarious, but and you don't even know that's an Eminem diss track until you get to the end of it because you just think right. they're, talk, they're talking about like a random situation and completely. But and then at the end, it's like, see ya. But yeah, it. I love Slimanus. I love how they changed the lyrics. I can't figure yeah, out. Was... I, I can't figure out which Backstreet Boy I want to impregnate. Right. I was like, damn, that's some of those are pretty good too. Like how they got it is like, damn, that's. I'm not sure if that's actually just them taking a clip of something he said and putting it somewhere else nope. or not. That that is actually Jimmy Madrox of Twisted because he grew up. Twisted, both of them grew up down the road from Eminem. And yeah. basically, like, Eminem used to run by their house every once in a while and, like, look at the set designs they were doing for their first rap group, House of Crazies, they were in. Right. And, like, they'd be, they'd be making their sets and stuff at home. And he would run by and he'd be like, wow, your set looks cool, guys. And then, like, he'd run off. Like, if you listen to Twisted's podcast, they do, I think it's called Ashtrays and, Ashtrays and Action Figures, but they... They talk about it a little bit in that show about growing up with him and like down the street, basically. That's cool. But so that's Jimmy Madrox doing his voice perfectly. Like it sounds so I'd much say. like, and that's definitely, I, I believe that's Shaggy doing um, Dr. Dre's voice. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Volin J. I can't tell which really, but it's one you of could them. Tell, you could tell it was somebody else for sure. Well, yeah, it has I to think be. It was, I think it was Jay. I don't know. Shaggy has a deep voice when he just is talking. But I mean, that's true. You are right. That is true. But I, I love when, when like Eminem says, like, when uh, Dre's like, get behind me, Shady. And Eminem's like, but then I can't look at your butt. <laughs> it's just like, it's hilarious. Like, the whole song is just so fucking funny. I love it. And, I, and if you see my dad, ask me if he's seen my spreading gay ass porno mags. <laughs> like, I, I, uh, I fucking love that it, song. It's so funny because did you say it was number three? It is. It's also my number three. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a minute for sure, but because I can't wait to hear that's so no, that's hilarious. Like the yeah. fact that our both they are both our it is both our number three. Our number three is a song about Dre sticking it in Eminem's number two hole. We should definitely we should call we should like Every time we do that, where it's on the exact same number, we should have a name for that. Yeah, we'll think of something eventually. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll work on that audience, and we'll come back to you maybe next week with it. Imagine if we get three of us and we all have the same number for something. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. But all right, my number then, four. Yes, my, number four. My, my number four was, of course. Redneck Ho 99. Naturally. Because I love the original song on ICP's first album, Carnival Carnage. And I love and I love that they um 
basically brought Twisted in to do the last verse in it. And oh yeah, the song's just hilarious because I hate country music to begin with, and I well most of it anyway. But and I love that they're making fun of like rednecks. Like that's just something I always like to do. And loving the blue collar comedy tour years later, it's just funny to hear so like that ICP was doing it for them, like the whole redneck making fun of shit. Right. And, but Redneck Ho with 99 is such a good song. And I like how they changed the beat up a little bit, like towards the end of the bit. song. Yeah. yeah. But I had to put that on there because that's one of my favorite songs. And hmm. last song, however, number five is a twisted song that is on one of their albums as well. But they threw it on this CD just for fun. And it's called She Ain't Afraid. And yeah, that song is just so dirty. I love it. Trust me, trust me, dog. She'll be down with it. It's all good. <laughs> like basically, this dude's just bringing his boy over to like fuck his fuck his girl with him. Like it's just insane. You don't mind if I just pull my dick out? Like, <laughs> I actually might have to make that the open of this episode and put that song as the open. Put that intro from that song as the open. But. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll Dude, that out. song is that song is a whole other level. Like the, when I was listening to that song to you know do my research and whatnot, like I was listening to it, just going, really, really. We, I don't I don't remember which uh which number it was on as uh, far as track number. I am not overly positive. I believe it was number eight or nine. I mean it was towards, oh, it, I believe it was towards the end of the C- CD if I'm not mistaken, but I could be mistaken. Oh, I thought it was closer to the beginning, but when I heard it, I was just like, this is what we've come to. But at the same time, like the inner the inner fucked up person in me was just like holy shit this is fucking awesome <laughs> yeah I, I love that song and i love the way it, it, it is definitely on my oh, list so it's it's number seven so it's like halfway down the cd yeah but that's so fucking awesome and then of course for my for my honorable mentions every song on the cd i like murder 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 is a classic twisted song off their first cd they did and they they changed the beat up a little bit to put it on this mix but i like how they add the you wouldn't like earth anyway there's way too much murder like i love and they did that in show they did that in live shows too that i've seen videos of like that's how they open the song always but and 50 bucks is a mad good song i've heard on a lot of different compilations that icp did but it's just always a funny song 50 bucks says that you'll let me in. Like, it's just a good, it's cla- it reminds me of classic 90s rap, like classic mid 90s rap. Gave you that, that, that nostalgic feeling. Exactly, exactly. But, and then Sleepwalker is a good song too. It's not one of my favorites, but it's definitely a good song. I love that. I like it. Like the, the, just picturing Violent J singing in a mental institution telling his story about how he, sleep sleepwalks and kills people like it'd be hilarious to watch that but and then dead end i love that song like one of insane cloud boss's 
one of their first um, collaborations with a big rap artist, and they had they have Ice T on as the last verse, and that's just such a yeah right good combination. Like I love that they bring Ice T in. I should have definitely had that one on there. Which one was that one again? Uh, Dead end. Because they're all, yeah. they're all, they're all, in, all three of them are in prison, about to be executed through different methods. Right, but, right. And then Amazing Maze, I love too. It's on a, a couple different CDs I see put out, but Amazing Maze is freaking like a hilarious song because it's just about like idiots getting what's coming to them. It's just so good. Ferris wheels and bumper cars are fun. Like, <laughs> like I love it. Like it's. It it goes right back to the, like their circus stuff too, like their whole was, gimmick, yeah. Their, their whole carnival never thing. never leaves a gimmick. I love that about them. Oh, and apparently Mr. Bones is Jamie Madrox. Okay, that makes sense. I just I on on Spotify they call the artist Mr. Bones, but it's, it is Jamie Madrox because I think Mr. Bones was his name when he when he was in House of Crazies. Huh. But Fair old enough. old school pervert would have been number six by top six because. That song is hilarious. Like yeah, it, remi- it reminds you of like a early '90s rap song, almost or '80s rap song, like a dirtier one at that. But still, it's just oh, Joe, dude, just so much filth on it. It was just like, what is it, like, what what is this? What's all this? Like, where did all this come from? <laughs> oh, I I've had those feelings. I can tell you where it came from, but it's just not something we're going to. And then I love, uh, I forget what song it is, but I think it's somebody dissing you, but like the opening track to that, where it's like, they're picking up Tony and like, man, we already got a full car. We can't fit no one else. Jay, you scoot your fat ass over. And then like, I remember that big Tony comes out. I was like, Hey fellas, got room for one more. Let me, let me skip up in here. Big T style. Like I love all the skits with Big T. I love it's it's hilarious. Yeah, like, he's fucking hilarious. I I like I don't even know who did that voice, but I wish they kept him. He sounds like a Fat Albert character, and um, I would almost perfectly, but like not not too much like you know copyright infringement. Yeah, <laughs> but I wish they kept that skit going throughout CDs. Like I said, just this one CD because it is a damn good skit, but. So, and that's basically all I got to say about it. It's just, it was their first Psychopathic Samara Space compilation. They did three of them. All three of them are bomb CDs. The second one actually is my favorite one. But you got to yeah. start with, for these type of things, you got to start with the first so you can see what they're trying to do. Right. And and the whole point was to set you up with a skit, like you set me up with last week with Guar's live album. So right, right. I, I had to give you a skit to go on to, and... I figure you would enjoy a skit about about killer clowns trying to take over Earth. Well, of course. I mean, I'm circus folk. I love clowns. I am circus folk. I love the clown. <laughs> now, you sound like My, Hop- uh... now you sound like Hopper's guards in uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my top five for the album was uh redneck ho at number one ah. I, I also love the original like the original is a fucking classic man it 
it's it got some it's like so underrated it's such a good it's such a good song yeah. i could take a little conway twitty while sucking on a redneck titty like <laughs> fucking when i first heard that i stopped and i was like oh my god that's brilliant the only lyrics I like from the first one better than the second one is, come on, baby, I could fuck like a chicken hawk, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 girl. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I freaking straight up said that to my girlfriend. We were, we were inside my girlfriend's chicken coop one day, like, while she was getting eggs. And I came up behind her. I'm like, hey, baby, I could fuck like a chicken hawk, too. And she's like, her, she was like, she looked at me. She's like, really now? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shut the shut the barn door. Tell your pot to stay the fuck outside. <laughs> but so, what was your number two on uh, Psychopathic Mirror Space? She ain't afraid. It's a classic. Like guy. I heard that thing, and I was like, like I felt like I was like an accessory after the fact to some kind of fucked up shit. After fucking hearing that song, like I was we, just like, we we gotta get we gotta get Jamie to put that on the uh, sexy song sung by guys list when she does it. <laughs> she does it in February. Oh my god, yes, that fuck. Oh my fucking god, I would love to see. I would love, I would, I would love to. See, I would love. I would love to see Jess's face when she listens to it. Oh my god. Well, actually, I can see her. Oh. I can see her. I see. I can see her grooming to it. She's got. She's got a little bit of a dirty side when she wants to. Oh, man, that's fucking funny. But we definitely got to get Jamie to do that, and Jamie's the only one we can get to do it. So we got to get her to do it. For sure, it won't take much convincing. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, she's down with the clown to some degree as well. And on top of that, uh, I mean, once you explain it all to her, and she she recognizes how funny she, that that it will be. <laughs> She will be in it just for the humor value alone. I almost, I can almost guarantee it. Almost. Okay. Number three. For me, it was Slim Anus. And like, I, okay, so for me, it was a really big, like, I was torn, man. Like, I really, I really like the song, the song Slim Shady. And but, you, but you were torn like some shitty's asshole. Basically, I guess <laughs> you could say that. But like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know, I love these bands and I'm listening to these, you know, I'm listening to these rap artists, you know, just fucking decimate this song and this rap artist that I really enjoy, you know, because I enjoy them both. And it's like you can't really pick one over the other. I mean, like, I think Eminem has better talent than ICP, but like, you shut your mouth. You shut your pretty you mouth mean? right now. No, nah, I, I don't. So, like, honestly, no. Come on, Jeremy. Let let let's be real. Let's be like as as like we we're friends, so we can, I feel I can be honest with you with this. All right, if you took both Shaggy and Violent J, and put them both in a freestyle like freestyle battle against Eminem, like whether it's in his prime or even right now, M would still win. 
easily. I don't know if I quite would I, go believe that. I, I I really do, and I'm not saying that that you know the clowns can't you know I'm not saying that that the clowns can't hang, but it's just fucking this guy. This guy's got a fucking whole ass uh a whole ass thesaurus like memorized in his fucking head. It's just he's pulling shit out of his ass that you would like nobody like. Stevie Wonder called, said, I never saw that shit coming. Well, the only thing he's pulling out of his ass is Dre's condom that's full of freaking cum. But, but I anyway, would, I, that would, I uh, am that good. was my number three. Agreed. Uh, I fucking was telling you about how I can't read my handwriting, but my number four was uh, old school pervert. Pervert. Okay, yeah, that's what it looked like. I just I just liked it because it was fucking, you know, fucked up. It's a good song. Yeah, I mean, Twisted, when they do dirty songs, do very good dirty songs back in right. the old days. They really don't do them anymore, but they used to do, like, amazing ones. But now they, now Twisted's like a rock band. I think, I think my number five is actually going to gonna be a surprise for you. Maybe, but we'll see. I mean, I could, I've been surprised I'll before. Take take one guess, only one guess, and then I will tell you. I could see it being the dirt ball. Nope, sleepwalker. I could have guessed that actually. Right, that would be my next guess. I'm guessing. But... I was thinking. I think I was. I figured that that was what we were thinking. But at the last second, you know, it was a dirt ball. But nah, nah. There's. I don't know what it is either. There's just something about Sleepwalker that I just that just really caught my ear, and I just really enjoyed it. But I couldn't put it on. Uh, I couldn't put it any higher on the top five because I mean, number one was always going to be Redneck Ho and then I heard She Ain't Afraid and I was like, shit, that's that's a number two worthy. And then Slim Anus, I was like, well, fuck it. it it'll be even in the three because I'm fucking sad about it, but I still kind of like it. And then Old School Pervert goes on number four because I don't quite know it, but I still really like it. And then that that sleepwalker come up and hit me, and I was like, I don't know. There's there's a few other ones that are like there was a like you said, dirt ball. It was pretty good, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go with that sleepwalker because something just said, hey, listen to this shit. Oh, I mean, sleepwalker is a damn good song. I do love it, but it's a good song for damn sure. But I just couldn't put it in my top five. That's definitely true but so what did well okay and so what do you think of the overall skit of the skit of the album you know i i did i did enjoy it since you know because of the like i i loved it because of the the place where it came from because you know it's from the heart you were trying to do a thing from the, you know, the Guar gimmick, but the Guar gimmick is like eternal. And uh, yeah, I mean, well, I should be didn't. That was the problem is they, they didn't stick with the gimmick past the first couple of songs. And then they, yeah, 
they switched up the gimmick in the middle and everything to like an earth story almost a little right. bit so right and then uh i mean i didn't take that away from it or anything like that i still enjoyed the album very much i would absolutely give it a thumbs up yeah i mean what do you think of meat cleaver though um i mean it's definitely not their best like whole whole label song but I'm not a hundred percent if I, I'm not a hundred percent if I remember that one or not. Like I said, I I rushed through it when I was listening to it. I listened to every song. Uh, I would just say uh, what I'll do is I'll listen to it as soon as we're done, and I'll let you know. All right, that works for me. That works for me. And then we can always tell the audience next week what I thought about it because. You know, give them a little cliffhanger. Uh, you know, I'm going to be very honest with you because like I was saying before the show, I've been having a lot of a lot of crazy stuff going on over the past week. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I haven't uh, I haven't fully picked my my albums for or my I guess I should say my album for you and Harvey, because is it? Wait, I guess I should probably ask, is it one a piece? Is it do I give you one and Harvey one? No, 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 no. You give you you pick one album and both and we okay. I was gonna say that's what I thought we were gonna do. Is yeah. that we would just each have one album and then okay. Oh no, we, we that makes it we're not doing no six albums. That would be I was gonna uh, <laughs> that would be a full day of listening to that music. And then, I know, right? And then having to stop and make the list after every C D or in the For middle sure. of CDs. And For then, sure. it, and then that would be like a three-hour-long podcast talking about all six albums. So, so how about you go ahead, and then while you're talking about your album choice and the reason that you chose it, I will take, I will put great thought into what I think that the great Harvey might choose, and then oh, Harvey's also gonna, Harvey's going to choose something we never heard of. I wouldn't, I'm not, I mean, I'm, you're probably right, but he, I mean, Harvey and I are kind of on a spiritual animal level. You and I are also on a spiritual animal level for a different reason, but like, yeah, you, you and you're in Harvey's light sides are on a spiritual level and you're, you're in my dark sides are on spiritual level. Absolutely. That's I'm one of the, I'm a total gray Jedi. Like I'm all about the Sith and the, and the force. Like I am not, yeah. I don't give a fuck. You'd have one of those blackish lightsabers like Ahsoka has. Probably. For sure. But except for I wouldn't be getting my ass kicked or nothing. Yeah, she doesn't either. She defended no, herself. Oh yeah, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not talking talking trash on uh, on Ahsoka. She she defended herself against fucking Darth Vader and in, in, uh, Star, in Star Wars Rebels. Like on her own. That yeah, ain't no I mean, fucking that ain't no slouch. But then again, he taught her, so at the same time. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, Rosario Dawson, give you props for playing that role. She. Uh, so your next, uh, so your album for well, uh, is the album for me, Harvey, or both? Like both, obviously. Did, did you both. choose it? Well, uh, no, I mean both. Well, both listening to it. Put it this but way: is, is the choice? Put it this way. It's sixty percent for Harvey, forty percent for you. Okay, 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 okay. Because 
the album the album I picked for next week is a damn good CD. Okay. And, and I, I had to make sure I sent you the right one because there's two different versions of the CD. Really? Not two different, not two different versions, but there's two different soundtracks for this movie. And this is a movie that Harvey was supposed to watch for a show we talked about on as a companion piece to Bracket Bastards called Watch This You Bastard. Okay. But Harvey never watched it and the uh, one, a punishment time. And the one time he said he tried to watch it, he say he say he fell asleep. So uh, so I maybe the music will make him want to watch it finally. So it is gonna be and it's part for you too because it is a damn good soundtrack and I actually talked to Freddie about this already because I was getting his uh, thoughts on it and he loved the idea and he wholeheartedly supported this idea. So Harvey and you are going to be listening to the Moulin Rouge soundtrack with Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor singing. Obi-Wan's going to sing, Chancey. Obi-Wan's going to sing for you. He's like, fuck you, I'm out of here. Freddy. <laughs> oh my god. I will find a way. I will find a way. If you're watching this on the live, on the Facebook live. No one's watching it. Oh, that motherfucker. But anyway. Because I know you went along with it because of the whole musical shit. You motherfuckers! Well, actually, we we, we talked about we talked about Harvey this, having to listen to it. We didn't talk about you having to listen to it. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I just asked him if he thought it'd be a good idea for a C for Harvey because, and I explained my reasoning, and he was like, he laughed at, it and he's like, yeah, I wholeheartedly support this. That's a damn good CD. So, what was the CD again? It's the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Yeah, Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Yeah, that's a fucking musical. It is. I fucking, I fucking hate musicals. But you might like this musical because they used a lot of famous song, American songs, to make the songs for the movie. But I'm not watching the fucking movie with the titties and the, and the stuff. And there the, is no actual nudity in the movie. I know. It, yeah, it would, like, I didn't mean like titties, but I meant like titties popping out of, uh, you course know, like... Corsets. Yeah, corsets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the only good thing is you get to listen to it, but you don't have to watch Nicole Kidman die. I mean, I don't care about that. I do. That's a sad-ass scene. I tear up every time. Even if she's a hooker, she's still her life still matters. Man, I didn't say her that life didn't matter. I'm just saying, like... I know you didn't, but I'm just saying, like, I gotta throw that out well, there and and damn it, Cyril, when they're dead, they're call girls. <laughs> no, no, Cyril, when they're dead, they're just they're just hookers. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I fucked that up. You got it right. <laughs> but all Hooker. right. Call girl. No, Cyril, when they're dead, they're just hookers. I, I actually I should work on that a little bit more because at one time I could do a pretty mean archer. Well, if you can do Archer, you can do Bob from Bob's Burgers. 
Well, I mean, it's, I know it's the same guy, but it's not the same voice. There are minor changes that. Yeah, there is. There is. I mean, it's that definitely... I may not be able to pull off. Like the reason I could pull off uh, Archer better was because he was more like. Uh, uh, very like short, like, you know. Cut to the point. Like, uh, you know, he'd be like, he'd be like, Lana. Lana. <laughs> Lana. Lana! Danger zone. Classic. Classic, classic, classic. But, so, Harvey is listening to the Moulin, Harvey and you are listening to the Moulin Rouge soundtrack, which I'll send you both yeah. the right one tomorrow. That's for sure. Yes. Okay. And I also think you'll enjoy it, because, I mean, they even put Nirvana in some of the songs they did for the musical. You don't fucking say that's pretty cool. And a lot uh, of other a lot of other classic rock bands you'll recognize the lyrics too. I I hope that I can. I hope there's a way that there, that there's a way to be able to find this album. I would like for you to be able to listen to Dog Fashion Disco's Adultery album. I shall look on Spotify at this second and see if it's on there. It might be. You never know. Probably not. Uh, do Spotify has almost everything except Joe Rogan. Unfortunately, because Joe Rogan is a good. They have the artist. Yeah, they got dog fashion, but they don't have. Uh, uh, adultery. Yep. No way. Yeah. No Ad- way. Adultery. And, adultery in 2006. And it has all. It has and it has all the uh, tracks 13, on it. 13 songs. So number five is still Desert Grave, right? Yes. Dude, that's one of my favorite songs. That that's the album. That that's that's the album I want. And then here's the crazy part is like this is the this is like the uh like the softy, slowy ist version of this band that I will expose you to. So I'm like starting you off really soft. And then the next one I give you is going to be a hard hitting fucking CD. When I find that uh, original copy of uh, the Anor of the original one. And then. Uh, yeah. And then I'll hit you with the with the other ones after that. So that's going to be. You and Harvey, you're going to listen to. Uh, Dog fashion discos adultery. All right, that sounds so. Harvey's going to, have to listen to dog fashion disco adultery, which I'll send him. I'll send him both tonight just for the fuck of it, just to see his he reaction. Will, he will probably. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't enjoy it because he'll probably either a understand the underlying, you know, 
satirical humor or hey, he, just he, actually enjoy the song. Hey, he, he laughed when I said him the Guar song making fun of Michael Jackson, so. <laughs> but so next week we have Moon Rouge soundtrack versus Dog Fashion Disco Adultery plus whatever Harvey brings to the table with the mystery album. So I can already tell you we're going to have three different genres completely. Yes. Which just makes it that much more interesting of a show for the audience which and for those who hear this podcast which will release tomorrow yes I'm going to upload I, I'm basically doing almost no editing on this and just releasing it tomorrow but Indubitably. But to all the people listening to this as a podcast, we will be live streaming every Tuesday night at 8.15 on, Par- on Parapost Network Central live. So with our guests. So that's 8 Eastern, 8 7 15, Central. 8.15 Eastern, 7.15 Central. Yes. Mainly for Mr. Chansey's work schedule. But Yes. Yes, but we and we and we might move it later, even if we possibly if I I mean, if something happens that I want to happen, we'll move it later. So I'm down with that, too. I mean, but that all depends on what I'm waiting to see if I get or not. So and I'm not going to put it out there because that's bad mojo. But yes, but yes, we thank you listeners for listening once again this week. We are, I believe, already up to 20 something plays for the first two episodes so hey pretty... man 10 and peace ain't bad actually it's more like 11 and 7 it's like 11 and 7 or something like that but or i don't know i i, I didn't look at it today i looked at it yesterday but we appreciate all our listeners and we'll get big and once we start getting other podcasts on we'll get a lot bigger so can't do anything else but get better thank so, you for listening and hang on for the ride so chancy i know you're going to be found one place but why don't you give me your socials? Well, it's just my name at Facebook, Chancy Greif on Facebook. My uh, profile picture is the screaming meep. <laughs> Which I love that profile picture. But... Isn't it though? Yes. That's great. And you can, of course, find me as at Juggalo Bastard on Facebook and on, I mean, on Facebook, on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can find me as Jeremy Bryant on Facebook, or you can find my podcast group, Paranormal the New Normal Group. And you can find my other podcasts, and there's definitely an S in that Paranormal the New Normal, my Paranormal interview show, Bracket Bastards, the show that both me and Chancey are on at different times. Yeah. Currently, I'm on an adventure. And we will. A new episode of Bracket, uh, the Father's Day episode of Bracket Masters drops this Sunday. With I am on it, Chancey is not because what you... I am on an adventure. Yes, Chancey's on an adventure, and he goes looking for his father. So <laughs> I don't know. Dad's, Dad's across the street. <laughs> it's not a long. I, it's not, I, I I found him. It's not a long adventure, folks, but. But the Father's Day episode does feature Masturbator's guest and a guest from part of my fandom. So it's a good episode. It was definitely fun. And even Harvey got to chime in through chat. And it was maybe even more fun. Hey, Aaron, Harvey's reaction to us voting Will Smith all the way through shit. So, but yeah. And you can also find my other podcast, 
TBA with Headmaster Frey Fisher and Sabrina Schultz from Train Ride Podcast. It drops every Friday. Their first episode drops the same days as, as this show. And my fifth show, which is just starting this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a busy fucking man. I need a website. But my fifth show, Global Strangeness, is a paranormal discussion show with me and three co-hosts. And it will be starting this. will be live this Saturday on Parahost Network at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. And then we'll be doing it live every Saturday night. And we'll be releasing it. I'm not sure when. I'm on the podcatchers, but I'll let you know next week. And that's all from us tonight at Maniacal Music Music Musers. So have a good night, and we'll see you next week. Keep yeah. rocking. Keep rocking on. <laughs>